Hello out there in Facebook and podcast land. This is episode four of I Still Like Wrestling podcast with Anthony DiDomenico. That's me. That's me. Uh, we're about a week away from WrestleMania. Very excited about that. I love WrestleMania season. Probably my favorite time of year. Um, before we get started with the podcast, just got a couple of uh, announcements, so to speak. Um, a couple of, hold on a second, a couple of things going on uh, that has to do with wrestling. It's uh, very excited to announce that I will be opening for Hacksaw Jim Duggan. On Thursday, April 20th at the Brokerage Comedy Club in Belmore, New York. Uh, tickets are now available. You can go to govs.com, click on Brokerage, scroll down, buy your tickets. It's going to be a real fun event. Uh, I'm opening the show with just straight comedy. Uh, Hacksaw does a mix of comedy. Stories from the road, his time in WWE. There'll be a meet and greet, Q&A. It's going to be a really fun night. You definitely want to be a part of that again. To get tickets, you go to govs.com. Or you can call in 516-781-5233 to get tickets to this event. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it be April 20th again, Thursday, April 20th at the Brokerage Comedy Club. Me and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I'm opening for Hacksaw. No one cares that I'm there. Um, and uh, talking, with, um, talking with the guy who puts all this together, uh, Hacksaw, uh, possibly a guest on this podcast coming up in the near future. He's going to Skype in. I'm going to have a little interview. So we'll talk about the show. We'll talk about WWE, his time there, and some other stuff without giving everything away uh, for the show on April 20th in Belmore. So come check that out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, man, a lot of, a lot of news and rumors and everything this week. It was a busy week for wrestling. Definitely a busy week for wrestling. Um... But before all that, I just want to send my condolences out to Jim Ross and his family on the passing of his wife, Jan Ross. Uh, she was in an accident, a Vespa accident. She was riding her Vespa home from the gym where she was hit and suffered a head injury. And she lost uh, her life last week. So our condolences go out to Jim Ross. Probably one of my favorite announcers of all time. Um, and as a testament to him, he's going to be at WrestleMania week. He's going down. He said his wife loved WrestleMania week. So he feels he owes it to her and the fans to be there. So when he went down in Orlando WrestleMania week, Jim Ross will be there. So you could definitely, uh, if you're there, wish him his condolences and give you good thoughts to him in person. Definitely sad, uh, sad week for Jim Ross and his family. But um, with that, and not that out of the way, but I just I wanted to say that up front. Um, but a lot of a lot of news, a lot of news and rumors going on in the world of wrestling this week. WWE announced uh, three more inductees for the Hall of Fame. We already knew that John Cena was inducting Kurt Angle into the Hall of Fame. Uh, we have a couple of more now. Eric Bischoff will be inducting Diamond Dallas Page. That makes sense since of the whole WCW connection. Natalia will be inducting Beth Phoenix into the Hall of Fame. Uh, I guess that I could see that they definitely were kind of almost like the same type of wrestler. Um, Natalia definitely underused in her career. She should have definitely had a couple more reigns as women's champion. And the big news, uh, as far as inductees go, 
is Jim Cornette will be inducting the Rock and Roll Express into the Hall of Fame. Jim Cornette has not been seen on WWE television since WrestleMania 17 when he was in the gimmick Battle Royal. And he hasn't worked for the company since 2005 when he was heading up OVW. And he's back. He's going to be, well, I don't know how much he's going to be back, but as Jim Cornette said on his Twitter, it's going to be a cold day in Florida. Better bundle up because he said he would return when hell froze over. So I guess, uh, I guess hell's frozen over. He's, he's coming back. And his involvement in WWE goes back to 1993 where he was on the creative team. He was commentator, manager. He headed up Ohio. Uh, first he ran Smoky Mountain Wrestling, which, uh, Helped create such superstars as Kane, D'Lo Brown, Sonny, Al Snow, and then in OVW, he ushered in really kind of like the whole PG era almost, you know, with John Cena, Batista, Randy Orton, and Brock Lesnar, who, which three out of the four are major players in this year's WrestleMania as well, which they're still around, and... uh I always like Jim Cornette. I think he's hilarious. If anybody's ever or hasn't seen a Jim Cornette shoot interview, please go to YouTube. Type in Jim Cornette shoot interviews. They're absolutely hilarious. His take on wrestling, other people. And my favorite Jim Cornette uh, moment is the Dairy Queen incident. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of this. Um, but back in, uh, I think it was in the 90s, he, because Jericho's in the car, so this is definitely back in the 90s. Um, they were at Dairy Queen, and I'll just play it here what happens when you don't start Jim Cornette's order on time. Uh, and you know, though, those two, the double, two, double cheese, the two double cheeseburgers were extra okay. cheese only, nothing else on them. Okay. Just extra cheese only, that's it. Extra cheese, nothing else on them. We figured you'd have that already by the time we got up here. <laughs> Didn't know what. Didn't know whether to fix it or not. You we, we wouldn't have ordered it if we didn't want it fixed. God damn. Um, fucking idiot. This isn't a fucking, fucking comedy show. That's Jericho that said this isn't a fucking comedy show. Does this look like a fucking comedy bus to you? You know what? Hey, don't you like me to gob goddamn come through that fucking window and cut you? <laughs> Here we go. Hey, we ordered the damn shit. Cause we're hungry, not cause we wanted to fuck around. So don't cuss me, you fucking ugly bitch. My Reuben Taylor. Yes. We've been waiting 15 minutes to motherfucking line, you stupid son of a bitches. Anyway. We order goddamn $30 worth of fucking food and sit here for 15 minutes and they don't even start fixing it till we get up here because they think we're fucking joking? We've been sitting here 15 minutes. They don't even start the order. Fucking little cunt. Damn straight. They didn't start a fucking thing. They thought we were this joking. 15 fucking minutes. Got to drive 200 fucking miles. I thought we were joking. That is the famous Dairy Queen incident. It's longer. Definitely go check it out on YouTube. Um, but that is Jim Cornette in a nutshell. And I'm really excited to see what's going to happen when Jim Cornette is standing in front of a live microphone back on WWE television.
We know how he feels about certain people. Uh, not a big fan of the click. We know that. Um, he's not a big fan of Vince Russo, which those are funny. Definitely go check that out. But I'm surprised because he's not a, a big fan of Kevin Dunn. And Ke- Kevin Dunn is the, I guess, director of WWE television. He's been there forever. And uh, he's not a fan of him at all. And you watch a lot of uh, shoot interviews. Yeah, I'll play a little something from one of his near. And then they start going to the Sable t-shirt spot. And it keeps, and I keep bringing it back because I just want somebody, A, to resolve this, and B, give me one good reason why we have to bury the fucking guy. But they keep changing talking about the fucking Patriot. topics to the t-shirt spot or Sable or whatever the fuck. And so finally I said, well, I'm still wondering about the Patriot. And Kevin Dunn goes, you know, Jim, I find you tiresome. I looked at him, I said, you know what I'm tired of, motherfucker? I'm tired of them Bucky Beaver fucking teeth of yours. And I stand up and I say, and I'm going to pull you across this goddamn table, beat the fuck out of you, which, folks, I'm not Ken Shamrock. I'm not Randy the Natural Couture, but I can whip Kevin Dunn, especially in those days, because I was younger and had better knees. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like Jim Cornette? Seriously, come on. Jim Cornette, ladies and gentlemen, back in the WWE Hopefully it's for good. Hopefully he'll he'll be around more because I, I really find him entertaining. He's really one of the most the, the, the funniest guys I've uh, I've ever heard. That's not a comedian. Watch, please watch those shoot interviews. They're absolutely hilarious. Anyone wants to Skype in and talk about WrestleMania or anything coming up, you can Skype us here at OC Podcast. So that's going to be the Hall of Fame. I, I like the Hall of Fame inductions. I really do. Uh, this is one actually one of the most. Uh, Star-studded Hall of Fame uh, classes going in in a long time. You have, uh, let's see, you have DDP, you have Kurt Angle, Ravishing Rick Rude, Teddy Long, Beth Phoenix, the Rock and Roll Express. This is a really, really, really uh, tight class going in, which I think you'll have really good stories. I'm looking forward to the whole, uh, I'm actually looking to see what Cena's going to say. I think Cena's entertaining. Uh, so I think he's gonna have a good story about that whole thing because remember Kurt Angle is the one that kind of put Cena over the whole ruthless aggression. One of my favorite uh, times in WWE. You had the, the the new influx of new guys come in. Of course, they ruined it with the PG era thing. But what are you gonna do? There was a rumor going around that WWE was gonna buy Ring of Honor. That quickly got shot down. Uh, I'm I'm glad. I don't think WWE needs to buy Ring of Honor. You need these other places for talent to go, get over, develop. It'd be a real shame if WWE bought Ring of Honor just to do nothing with it, but to have the, uh, what do you call it, the whole, uh, just the library. Uh, Chuck Carroll of CBS Sports um, refuted the story after interviewing Ring of Honor's COO, Joe Coff. Doesn't seem likely they're going to, buy it, but he said there might be something in the works. Uh, Jeff Koff said, I'm always open to any conversation. We do business with them if they want to do a DVD or VOD if they need footage from early matches. They do come to us. We are open to work with them on that basis because it doesn't hurt us. It actually helps us, which I agree. You need Ring of Honor. You need TNA. You need all the smaller promotions. NXT is awesome, but it just can't be only NXT. There's got to be other 
avenues and, and venues for, for wrestlers to go to develop their craft. Scott Carson says the whole Miz and Maurice skit uh, was hilarious this past week. I agree. I think that's one of the only positive things really going into WrestleMania as far as building up a match, which I thought would be the worst match on the card, a mixed tag match. But the, I credit to the Miz and Maurice for really amping this up. John Cena and Nikki Bella have done nothing really to give this match any flavor. But the Miz really has had talk about a year. From last year winning the Intercontinental Championship to now, it's almost a year later. He has really developed into the top heel in the company and back in the main event status. I've always been a Miz fan. I've always liked his, um, been a pure heel, and I always liked that style. And I, I think that uh, his run, first run with the championship wasn't that great. They kind of made him, um, he needed somebody to help him win all the time. But now you'll have, uh, I think if he gets a, a run with the belt, maybe he'll beat Bray at SummerSlam or something like that. I think he'll have a real shot at uh, carrying that title until maybe next WrestleMania. I would definitely give him a shot. SmackDown, to me, I, I absolutely has the best uh, show right now. To me, Monday Night Raw is just boring. The, the whole, I mean, if we want to get down to, you know, I'll do, a, I'll do a couple other news and rumors. And then we'll get to the, the WrestleMania card and the buildup. Uh, Scott Carson says, Miz has done good work. Ever since he was uh, paired with uh, Morrison. I, I agree with that, too. I, that was a good tag team. I've always been a fan of The Miz. Uh, a couple other uh, news and rumors. Um, it has been reported that uh, Matt and Jeff Hardy have verbally accepted WWE's recent offer and will join the company immediately after their current Ring of Honor deal expires. That's definitely some big news. I'm wondering if they're going to come in as just the Hardy Boys or Brother Nero and Broken Matt Hardy, because Matt Hardy has definitely found his character in wrestling. And they should come back as that. I don't want to see the old Hardy Boys again. It'll look like a, a stupid gimmick. Definitely bring them back as they are now. They've reinvented themselves. One of the top tag teams in the world. They're currently the Ring of Honor champions. But I'd definitely be excited to see the Hardy Boys back in the WWE. Give a little jump start to both tag divisions. Uh, Scott Carson again uh, chiming in says it's better than the last Dudley Boys revival. You know what? I'm a hundred percent with you on that. I was so disappointed the way WWE handled the heart, uh, the Dudleys when they came back. I definitely would have given them the run with those titles to send them out. Definitely they, to put a team over. They definitely misused the, the Dudleys when they were in here, and uh, they could still go. And uh, Bubba Ray Dudley showing that he's back in Ring of Honor. It's Bully Ray. The guy can go still. He's he's in his 40s, you know, mid forties, but this guy still have star power left. Especially in that tag team division, it's horrible. Both now you split it up on both ends. We'll get into that a little bit with when we talk about SmackDown and Raw. And I'm still seeing the rumor that uh, WWE officials are still having ongoing discussions on Braun Strowman winning the Universal title from Brock Lesnar the night after WrestleMania. So we'll get into that when we talk about Mania. I would like to see that. I would, I would always like to see a full-timer have the, the title instead of these part-timers. Because then what happens is that they, they're not on TV every week. Like Goldberg wasn't... I, I'm going to get angry, so I'll get into that a little later. But Goldberg was in at Raw last week. Baffles me. Baffles me. All right, let's go to uh, 
Looks like the WrestleMania card is really shaped up. So let's go to that. We're a week away from WrestleMania. Tomorrow it'll be a week. Sunday it'll be a week from WrestleMania. And you have uh, Friday, you have the Hall of Fame, which I'm looking forward to that. Sunday, Saturday, you have uh, TakeOver Orlando. And we're looking at the, the card here. Um, the big match will be Bobby Roode versus Nakamura for the NXT Championship. That'll be a rematch of the the last takeover. I think Rude wins that again. And you'll probably see Nakamura. Hopefully, maybe you'll see him on Raw. Then I'd have to WrestleMania. That's one of the things I like about this whole WrestleMania season, too. Is that it's a start over almost. This is the culmination of the year. And and the Raw after WrestleMania and the SmackDown after WrestleMania are always going to be the best shows Um because they, they infuse they infuse uh, new talent, new storylines. It's kind of the ending of everything. So let's see if that actually happens. Um, I haven't really watched too much NXT, so I can't I don't really know um, any of these stories, so I'm not really gonna waste any time on that. Just to make this the championship match. Hmm. Let's see here. We have the WrestleMania 33 card. Let's see what Scott Carson says. I, I like how Rollins and Triple H worked up their rivalry this past Monday. Well done. Yeah, it was a good, definitely good. They're working up good, but Triple H cut like the worst promo. We'll get into that too. Um, but Rollins and Triple H, I think, is going to be a great match. Let's go down the. We'll go down the card here. Right now we have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Participants to be announced. We got a couple of participants already in there. Um, that's always fun. You always get like a, a young guy uh, usually winning that. I know Big Show won it the second time. Cesaro won the first one. Last year Baron Corbin won. I like Baron Corbin a lot. I hope he... Uh, they put the belt on him, the Intercontinental belt. So we have here, let's start with the uh, the Raw Tag Team Championship is on the line at WrestleMania. We have the club versus Enzo and Cass versus Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, I'm not too, too excited about this match really going into it because the matches leading up to it on Raw have not been that great between these guys. Um, if Let's see, I would put the belts maybe... Give Enzo and Cass a run. I, I'm I would like to see Enzo and Cass, just because I'm a, I'm a mark for baby faces. Um, I would like to see them get a run. Although I do like the club as tag champions. They're finally using them the way they should. But I would put the belts on Enzo and Cass. A good good WrestleMania moment. The cruiserweight championship match is going to be phenomenal. Austin Aries versus Neville. They've been building it up really. I don't watch too much of 205 Live, but I've been I've been watching these guys. That could possibly be the match. Uh, I'd say the match of the night, but definitely a match that's going to catch a lot of people's attention. And people are going to look back and go, okay, that was probably one of the best matches of the night. But I think the match of the night is going to be uh, the next one. United States Championship, Chris Jericho versus, versus Kevin Owens. Which I think, which I thought should have been the main event, actually. 
I think this match should have been for the Universal Championship. It, they have unbelievable chemistry going into this match. They play off each other very well. Hands down, this will be the match of the night. And I predict that Kevin Owens will win the United States Championship. You'll probably see Jericho go away for a little while. Um, he's had an incredible year. This last run ranks up there. Probably is arguably the best run he's ever had in WWE. On the microphone, in the ring. Just, uh, he's been killing it. Pasquino says, hi, Ant. How you been? How you doing, pal? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks for joining in. Um, talking WrestleMania, going over the card. Here's a match that I, I'm looking forward to. Dean Ambrose versus Baron Corbin. No secret. I do not like Dean Ambrose. I'm not a Dean Ambrose fan at all. I'm really hoping that, uh, Baron Corbin... Gets a shot with the Intercontinental title. And uh, gets a good run with it. Because I think he'd be a good champion. I like that character. The Lone Wolf. Uh, Nick Raystone says, Match of the night. Girth versus Four Foot Hero. Absolutely. Girth is taking on a Four Foot Hero. Wings, Tater Salad. Scott agrees. Scott Carson agrees with me. Corbin is developing nicely for sure. And I, I like how it's been, again, I like how they've been developed. See, SmackDown's doing a great job of developing their characters. It's a slow, it, not a, it's a slow development. He won, came up in NXT. He never had a belt on him in NXT. He wins the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And this last year, he's been building up to the top, one of the top heels in that in that uh, that show. And now, with the whole Dean Ambrose versus Baron Corbin... He gets to win the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. Give him a nice run with it. There's a lot of guys you could pair him up with. You could have him have a, a feud with um, really anybody on the on that card. Um, Mojo Riley's been building up. Having feud with Mojo Riley for the title. Uh, when Zack Ryder comes back, having feud with Zack Ryder. Be an interesting, interesting run with the, the the Intercontinental Championship. But if it's done right, I think Baron Corbin will be a great Intercontinental Champion. The SmackDown's Women's Championship is uh, Alexa Bliss versus all available SmackDown Women's wrestlers. I still really don't get this. Uh, I think they're wasting Alexa Bliss here with this, and they're wasting a match. They should have all this time been building towards one one the one opponent. It should be Alexa Bliss versus Becky Lynch, I think, at WrestleMania. That would have been the match. Corbin, Scott Styles says, Corbin, uh, Scott Styles, Scott Carson says, Corbin and Styles might make a good stable. I think I, I would keep Styles out of a stable right now. He's uh, he's doing good on his own. I don't want to waste him in a stable. I wouldn't put a stable around him. He doesn't need one right now. He's... Uh, He's playing heel, but he's a, like the top. He's the top guy on SmackDown right now. We were talking about the mixed tag match: uh, John Cena, Nikki Bella versus the Miz and Maurice. I'm hoping Miz and Maurice win. To be honest, uh, it's probably not going to happen. But uh, I would rather see John Cena versus the Miz actually than a. Uh, that a mixed tag match here. 
I've said that before. That's what I think. But Miz and Maurice have been doing. Uh, if anybody can go go watch these, it's on. I think the WWE Network. It's also on YouTube. WWE.com. Um, the Miz and Maurice doing Total Bellas. But as <laughs> they're imitating John Cena and Nikki Bella, it's absolutely hilarious. And they're really bringing the uh, the flavor to this match. John Cena is really at nothing. And John Cena and Nikki Bella come over as that high school couple. You know, the two, two good-looking people that are together that nobody likes because they're good-looking. We have the Royal Women's Championship match. Bailey versus Charlotte versus Sasha Banks. And Nia Jax is added to that. So it's going to be a fatal four-way. This is very interesting how they can go with this. Do you want to put the belt on Nia Jax? Is it too soon? She has been dominant. Or do you want to put it back on Charlotte? I, I would say... Uh, you know what? Let Bailey walk out of WrestleMania with this belt. You really want to solidify Bailey as a top top women's wrestler? Let her walk out of it, WrestleMania with the belt. Charlotte's been champion too many times already, I think, in a short period of time. Let her chase it a little bit. But she is definitely, hands down, the top uh, women's wrestler in the company on both shows. She's showing right there the apple does not fall far from the tree. She is definitely, definitely a flair. Um, but I would like to see either Nia Jax win that match or Bailey walks out as champion. Here's a match that people, when they heard this match, were not happy about. But I think is going to be one of the best matches of the night. And that's Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles. They've been doing a great job, too, at the build-up to this match. With AJ beating up Shane in the parking lot to last week. Shane dropping the elbow off the top rope onto the announce table. I think AJ Styles can make anybody look good too. I mean, he can have a match versus me. Now look like a million bucks. That's how. That's how good AJ Styles is. He's been the best uh, wrestler in the company this past year. Safe to say, he could be the best wrestler in the world right now. I like the build up there. Scott Carson says the Shane and AJ build up has been old school. Awesome. Pasquino said that was great. It definitely was. The, that's probably the, probably the best buildup out of anything so far. Besides Miz and Maurice. Is AJ Styles. And that's another contribute to SmackDown. SmackDown has been better. SmackDown just has been hands down has been better. The problem is though. There's, there's too many. I, I, too many pay-per-views. There's two pay-per-views a month. So you had to wait till Fastlane. And really start building WrestleMania. I like the old school way. Let's build WrestleMania from Royal Rumble. Let's really build these matches so they mean something. It's a good card. I mean, WrestleMania is a good card. I'm looking at this card. It's it's a good card. People saying that... I heard a lot of people saying this match, is, this WrestleMania is absolutely horrible. I don't see it. I, I'm invested in each match just by who's in it alone. But I think the buildup could have been a lot better. Especially when it comes to The Undertaker and Roman Reigns. Anyone but you, Roman. Anyone but you. 
I am not a Roman Reigns fan at all as far as his character and what they're doing with him. I like Roman Reigns in the ring. Everything else, done. Everything else, done. Um, Pasquino said he went to SmackDown at Mohegan Sun on on Tuesday night. It was awesome. That was definitely, it was a good show. It was definitely a good show. And I'm looking forward to the go-home shows this week. See what happens. Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. I have a feeling Roman Reigns is going to win. And I was talking to my buddy Nick, Nick Greystone, who about this week about this match, and he had a fantastic idea. And I think this would be probably the best way to go with it. Absolute best way to go with it. Roman Reigns beats The Undertaker. Roman's going to be the heel in that match. They're going to boo the shit out of him. He's going to get booed relentless. Regardless, I'm sorry, not relentless. Regardless. When he beats Undertaker, the place is just going to be beside themselves. It's going to be a rain of boos that even WWE can't hide. Because they hide it when he comes out. They, they lower the crowd volume, make it sound like the people cheering for him. Go with this. You want to get Roman Reigns over? I've been saying it every single week. Turn him heel. It's worked for every other top superstar. They were just talking about WrestleMania 13 on Something to Wrestle With, Bruce Pritchard's podcast, when Stone Cold and Bret Hart did the double turn. Stone Cold was a heel. People were starting to like him. He was getting over. Same thing can happen to Roman Reigns. It happened with The Rock, Stone Cold, uh, CM Punk. Any top guy in the past 10 years, has, at least 10 years, has been a heel first. 20 years. Go back 20 years. Happened with Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is now the, one of the top faces on Raw. He was the biggest heel a couple of years ago. Turn Roman heel. Have him beat The Undertaker. Have him come out and challenge Brock Lesnar to a match. Save it for the next pay-per-view. And here's where I think Nick was, was really smart with this one. Nick, Nick said this. What they should do is have somehow Heyman turn on Brock Lesnar. And now Roman Reigns is the universal champion with Heyman as a mouthpiece. And ride, I would ride that to SummerSlam. That's how you get him over. That's exactly how you get him over. With Heyman as his mouthpiece, as a heel. Don't let him talk. Have him just stand there, be dominant. Change his look up a little bit too. He still looks the same as he did in the Shield. The other two guys have changed. Change him up. Change his look up. Change his entrance music up. Have him be somebody different. Have Heyman as his mouthpiece. Talk about how the fans gave up on him. How this person, no one believed in him. All this. Heyman could talk anybody into the building. It could set up another match with Brock. I mean, at SummerSlam and down the road and or whatever. But I think that's the best option for Roman Reigns. And I'm hoping, I'm praying that that happens. See, Scott agrees. Great idea. Heyman can get this guy over, if anybody can. It's not even Heyman getting him over. 
It's just that the fact when he is, when he plays into being the heel, bad guys are more fun. They're more fun. My favorite character on The Walking Dead is Negan. The biggest piece of shit. It's laughing as he's bashing somebody's brains in. Somehow I found that funny. Lucille's a vampire bat. Hilarious. I think that's how you get Roman Reigns over. And with Paul Heyman, who could, I could listen to him talk for days. And work with CM, CM Punk is a guy who can cut a promo. He still had, when he had Heyman with him, even better. Or call me crazy. Cornette comes back full time and manages Roman Reigns. <laughs> God damn. You boo him. He's the. He's the best wrestler in this company. God damn. Double meat, double cheese, motherfucker. Uh. <laughs> and here's a match. Uh, we'll talk about the WWE Championship match, which I think has been. I, I wish there was a longer build up to this. This is why I think after after Royal Rumble, they should have started with these two. Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Not after the Royal Rumble. It was after the after the Elimination Chamber. After Elimination Chamber, they should have started the build up with these two guys because this has been phenomenal. From Randy Orton burning down Bray's house and the remains of Sister Abigail to Bray Wyatt covering himself with the ashes of Sister Abigail to last week, the return of the whole world in your hands. I'm really looking forward to this match. I think Bray's going to come out with the belt. But Randy and him are going to put a phenomenal match on. Scott says, uh, solid buildup on this match, but too much confusion along the way. That's because it's too short. WrestleMania matches should be built up for, for at least a month. Really build it up. Get you invested in it. Like, I'm looking at this card. I, I like the card. There's some things, of course, I, would, I would, would have done different. I wanted to see differently. But I'm excited about the card. I'm excited about WrestleMania. I'm looking forward to it. Call me a mark. You know, call me a company guy, whatever. But I look forward to WrestleMania. I enjoy it every year. I'm not a wrestling fan that just wants to shit on it to shit on it. I enjoy wrestling. And WrestleMania is my Super Bowl. So I look forward to it every year. Me and my friends have a good time. We, get, we have a little party. We order food from the best deli in the world. Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. We get Hero, Wings, Potato Salad. Soda. I don't even drink anymore. Fucking old men. We used to drink. We don't even drink really anymore. We just want orange soda. Diet Pepsi. That's all we need. I'm getting to the main event, Scott. Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. It's drawing money. People want it. You know, it's... 
Brock's going to win this match, obviously. Everybody knows that. You can see it coming a mile away. I'm hoping it goes at least 15. Do they each, does Goldberg have 15 minutes in him? This is his last match, his last hurrah. Let it go at least 15. And let these guys just be the fucking big animals they are. Let them beat the shit out of each other for 15 minutes. Throw each other around. Suplex, spear. Just brutal, old school. Fucking two powerhouses going at it. F5, go home. Put a bow on it. I don't think you're going to be that disappointed. You're looking at it now on paper. We've all wanted to see Goldberg have a match. Maybe, you know what? I'm just thought of this now. Maybe that's what WWE is doing. With the minute and 30 seconds, the minute match versus Kevin Owens. You want to see more of it. Now they're going to give it to you for Mania. It's a payoff. Makes sense. Makes absolute sense. But just looking at that card, I, I'm, it's like I'm not looking forward to it. I don't think it's going to be... People saying this is going to be the worst mania ever. I don't see it at all. I'm actually looking forward to this year. I, I The matches, of course, that stand out, KO versus Jericho. Shane O'Mac, AJ Styles, Undertaker always stand out, Bray Wyatt. You know, you're always going to look and see what Cena's doing. I think the match of the night will be KO versus uh, Jericho. That's the match of the night for me. Sleeper match, Neville versus Austin Aries. That's going to be uh, definitely an underrated match. People should look out for that. Hoping Raw and SmackDown are better this week. Well, SmackDown's been good. Raw's got it. Raw hasn't been as good as SmackDown. It's the go-home show. Let's see what happens. Not going to really have any surprises. We had surprise last week where the... Uh, The Usos beat American Alpha for the tag championship, which obviously you see here, it's not on WrestleMania. So, that title changed hands. Next week, next week, it's, uh, we'll be talking WrestleManias next week. Actually, I'm going to go over all my favorite WrestleManias because we did basically the card today. We'll definitely be going over all the WrestleManias, my favorite WrestleMania moments. We'll do a top 10. Maybe do a top 10 of WrestleMania manias exa- or the whole shows, and then we'll do exactly maybe t- a top 10 of WrestleMania matches. But next week's going to be dedicated to WrestleMania, all different WrestleManias, everything about WrestleMania. And uh, maybe I'll get some more information on when Hacksaw is going to be on the show. But I want to thank everybody for watching on Facebook Live. Everybody for tuning in on your listening devices. This has been episode four of the I Still Like Wrestling podcast with Anthony Domenico. Check us out on SoundCloud and on iTunes, I Still Like Wrestling podcast. If you want to follow me on Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat, it's ComicAnthonyD. My website, AnthonyDLive.com. 
We'll be back next week talking WrestleMania. It'll be WrestleMania week weekend. Everyone have a good one. Later.